Hi, I'm Darren Peppard. Welcome to the Leaning into Leadership podcast, the podcast dedicated to today's hardworking leader. Join me every Sunday for leadership insight, inspiration, and a little pep talk to keep you rolling down your road to awesome. Hey leaders, welcome into episode number 73 of the Leaning into Leadership podcast. This is a special midweek release as part of our entire month of May series focusing on aspiring new and rising leaders. And today I want to talk about Teacher Appreciation Week. And specifically, I want to share with you five tips that you can use to show appreciation for your teachers, whether you're an aspiring new rising leader or you're a mid-career leader just looking for one more thing you can do to genuinely show appreciation for those amazing teachers that we have in our classrooms every day. But first, before we do that, here's a quick word from Road to Awesome. Folks, let's talk about your leadership team. As you begin your school year, will your leadership team all be on the same page or are you simply going to just pick up where you left off last year? Folks, there were so many times early in my career where whether I was a participant or I was the leader of the leadership team, I felt like we weren't all dialed in and we weren't all focused on the same things. That led me to create a two-day leadership retreat. I would pay someone to come and facilitate the work so that we as an entire leadership team could dive in deep and really gain the clarity we had to have to prepare for the upcoming school year. It was amazing and so empowering, and it was wonderful to watch our entire team be so intentional with their use of time, with their use of their energies, with how they walk the walk and they talk the talk, because we had spent the time, we had invested in ourselves to really get clear and really be intentional. Honestly, that was the dawn of high-performance leadership teams, a two-day retreat that I offer from Road to Awesome. I'll be that facilitator. I'll work with you to find exactly the things you need to focus on and facilitate your leadership team through every bit of that work. I want to see your leadership team kick off the school year that same way, with incredible clarity and with incredible intentionality. Reach out. Let's have a conversation. Hit me up at roadtoawesome.net or email me at darren at roadtoawesome.net. And now, let's get back to episode 73. Hey there, welcome into a special edition of the Leaning into Leadership podcast. This edition is specific for Teacher Appreciation Week, but also for the work that we're doing here on the Leaning into Leadership podcast during the month of May to lift up our aspiring, our new, and our rising leaders. Today, I want to talk about Teacher Appreciation Week and specifically to share five tips that all leaders, whether you're one of those aspiring new or rising leaders or somebody who is well steeped in your career and maybe you're just looking for something that you can do to really let your teachers know that you uh, really appreciate them. Now, uh, this is Teacher Appreciation Week. Like I said, um, I'm recording this towards the beginning. We'll release it in the middle of the week. But understand this, we shouldn't just be recognizing our teachers just for a particular week in the month of May. We really need to be focusing on the recognition and the appreciation for our teachers throughout the entire school year. And that's one of the things that I'm going to talk about. Now, before I do that, I want to shout out a couple of teachers that I had. Now, 
You may know um, I was a middle school teacher, I was a high school teacher for 11 combined years. I was a high school administrator for 11 years, and I was also a superintendent for four. And folks, I worked with some unbelievable leaders, uh, some unbelievable classroom teachers. And I'm not going to try to shout out any of them because there's so many of them that this video would probably be four hours long. So I'm just going to focus on two that, as I was reflecting early this week, uh, that really stood out to me when I look back on my time K-12 as a student. Um, And the first one was my teacher when I was in sixth grade. Uh, His name is Ron Stark. And I will tell you that Mr. Stark had a huge impact on me. Uh, especially the more I reflect on it, the more I realize what an impact he made on me. When I was a fourth grade student, I had a really devastating experience. Um, The story is way too long to tell on this particular episode, but let's just say I was devastated. I had almost zero self-confidence coming out of my fourth grade year. It was unfortunate. Fifth grade Things got a little bit better, but it wasn't until sixth grade that I came back out of that shell and started to have a lot more confidence in myself. And it was because of Ron Stark. I know now, looking back, that he was probably in his first or second or third year teaching. Uh, He was very young. Obviously, as a sixth grader, you don't think about that. Um, But he was very much an early career teacher and really made an impact on a lot of us kids. For so many of us, he was the first male teacher we'd ever had. And, you know, he was the one who encouraged me to write something for the Young Authors Competition. He was the one who encouraged me to go and try out for the basketball team. Um, He really was a great boost of confidence for me. He was a wonderful human being, and I will always be grateful for Ron Stark. I don't know if he'll ever hear this, but um, he made a huge difference for me, and I thank him for that. The second one that that I want to shout out is interestingly somebody who I never had as an actual teacher, but he was my coach. Um, In ninth grade, um, I was on the junior varsity basketball team and I played for Roger Williams. Uh, Now, Roger was a PE teacher at our school and um, I I never had Roger for PE. Um, We had two boys PE teachers. The other one, I had him every time. Um, But Roger, for me, not having been in one of his classrooms from the word go at basketball tryouts and that kind of stuff. He knew my name. He saw me. And I really appreciated that from him. Yeah, he was a genuinely kind human being. Um, he was the one who pulled me aside towards the end of the year and said, you know, just because you're playing JV now doesn't mean you can't make it to the varsity level. It's not about where you are now. It's about where you're going. And that wasn't just a lesson in basketball, folks. That was a lesson in life. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. Now let's get back to the episode. Let's talk about what we as school leaders can do to genuinely show appreciation from our teachers. And I'm going to give a shout out here to Jen Manley, who uh, had a conversation with me a week ago. And we were talking specifically about teacher workload. That is something with Strategic Classroom, which is Jen's business, that she focuses on. But the more I reflected on the conversation, the more I thought about some real types of appreciation we can show for teachers. Not trinkets, not luncheons and meals and stickers and and suckers on their desk. All of that stuff's wonderful. I'm not saying don't do that. 
But the genuine appreciation that our teachers need now begins with, number one, treat them like professionals. Actually trust them as professionals. We can no longer be having these situations where teachers feel marginalized or teachers feel like they're just being told by somebody else what they have to do. We have to trust them. They're highly educated individuals. They care about their kids. They know what their kids need better than anyone. They're the ones that are in the classroom with them every single day. Folks, we have got to trust our teachers. we got to give them the latitude to do their work as professionals. I'll be honest with you, I reflect on my time as a school and district leader, and I think at times I did this well and at times I didn't. Take the step back, take a step up on the balcony and ask yourself, am I really trusting my teachers? Because that's the number one thing they want. Really trust them. Number two, be cognizant of their time. We need to ensure that we allocate time appropriately for our teachers so that they can do the things that they need to do. When we steal a prep hour for a coverage of a class or something like that, we need to understand that that's more than just whatever you compensate them for, 35 bucks an hour or 20 bucks an hour or 60 bucks an hour, whatever it is. It's more than that. That is one hour of time that they have now lost that they need to be using for grading purposes, for preparation, for class, for all of those types of things. When we're asking new initiatives of folks, we got to make sure we're giving them the appropriate amount of time to learn that skill, to take on the new learning, and also to have the time they need to process and move away from whatever it is that we're, we're taking off of their plate, because we can't just keep putting more on their plates. All right, there's only so much time that's available. We have to give our teachers the appropriate amount of time. We have to value that time, and we've really got to be cognizant of that time. Number three, stop expecting them to do work outside of their contract time. It is not inappropriate for them to say, this is the end of my contract time. I, I'm going to go do whatever else it is. I'm going to go be a parent. I'm going to go spend time with my kids. I'm going to go to my second job because I don't get paid very well and I need to have this second job. Whatever it is, folks, we we can't continue to expect our staff to work outside of their contract time. And if they do, we need to compensate them appropriately. You know, they are professionals. I don't expect my accountant to answer the phone when I call at eight o'clock at night, nor do I expect him to be working on my books in sometime in the evening or on the weekend. And if he did, I, I should be paying him for that. In fact, if I didn't, that would be ridiculous. But that's what we do with our teachers. I mean, they've just been gaslighted into believing that this is just how it is. This is how, if you're going to be a great teacher, you have to do it. You have to put in an insane amount of time, and it's not compensated outside of your regular 7.30 to 4.30 day. We have to stop this. We just absolutely have to stop it. Be appreciative of what they do and give them the time they need. And then, hey, when they don't work outside of their contract time, don't make them feel bad about it. That's an okay thing. It really is. Number four, we got to listen to them. We got to really listen to them and not just hear their problems. We need to listen to their input. You know, so many times leaders will try to solve problems with a group of leaders 
and then they don't include teachers in the conversation. Again, looping back to number one, your teachers are professionals. Listen to them. Really spend time with them and hear what they have to say. And when they give great input, you need to utilize that. Put it to work and then give credit for it. You know, they're just as much a professional as any administrator is. So let's make sure that we're listening to them, that we value their input, and then we make it actionable when, when we can. Number five is one that I shared in a blog post a couple weeks ago. It's just something simple, but just leave them a handwritten note. You know, again, all the trinkets and the food and that stuff is really great. But just a simple handwritten note to say, hey, I appreciate you. Or, you know, have a wonderful week. Or, you know, appreciate what you did last week and be specific about it. You know, those personal touches make such a difference. Make sure that we're really valuing our teachers and appreciating them and sharing those handwritten notes. And here's a bonus one for you. All right. And I know as administrators, we don't have a lot of control over this one, but we got to pay our teachers what they're worth. I mean, this, this goes to everybody who, who spends time in a legislative session, whether you're a superintendent lobbying in those sessions or you're one of those actual legislators, folks, it's got to stop. We can't continue to pay teachers poverty level wages. We have to pay them appropriately. Again, back to number one, they are professionals. If we're really going to value them, if we're really going to appreciate them, how about we treat them through their paycheck as the professionals that they truly are? Thank you for joining me this week on a Leaning Into Leadership. Have a road awesome day. Thank you for listening to the Leaning Into Leadership podcast brought to you by Road to Awesome. Don't forget, click subscribe, give a review, and share this with somebody who might also enjoy leaning into leadership.